0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Two Chair Turn Pod. I am your co-host, Jesus.
1: And I'm Allison, and we're super excited to jump into this episode. Um, We are wrapping up the final rounds of the blind auditions, finally, and jumping straight into the knockouts, which is my favorite. So I'm super excited for that. Go ahead and kick us off, babe.
0: Uh, For... um I have it as day seven, but uh, part seven, I guess, of the blinds. Um, we open up with Kim from Texas. I don't have the name of the song. She was a four chair turn, had a really beautiful performance. I really liked her voice. Um, I'm excited to see what she does this season. Um, she was the first chair turn or first first performance, first four chair turn of the night, and I believe only one. If I'm not mistaken.
1: So she sang, uh, well, first she's 30 from Texas. Uh, She sang The Best Part by Daniel Caesar featuring her. Um, Shout out to Kim. So one of my cousin friends in my Facebook group, um, that is her cousin. So shout out to her. Um, Super excited to see how far she goes into the competition. Um, But yes, she had a um, very kind of Neil Soul kind of vibe to her, which I really liked. Um, like you said, she was a four chair turn. I thought she was very charismatic. Um, she's a girl that grew up in a, ch- in the church and her dad is a pastor. Um, so she has a very, very soulful, you know, rich singing voice. Um, she also sang background vocals for Monica, which is pretty cool. So extra points for her for that. Um, and she ended up not surprisingly going with, uh, team John.
0: Yeah. Um. She definitely uh, made it seem like she was considering other people, but I was glad that she decided to go with John.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, Next, we have Steve. Steve is 40 from Tennessee. Um, So Steve is interesting because he, unlike a lot of other contestants that we see, um, he's already in the music business um, as a writer. Um, So he's written a lot of songs for a lot of famous people. Um, I think I wrote some folks down, um, but a lot of like older male, you know, pop rock singers. I'll just kind of condense into that. He had um, Michael Bolton give him a message, like a good luck message, which I thought was pretty cool. So just to give you an idea of the kind of artist that he's worked with and writes with or writes for, um, that was pretty cool. He sang the song... Um, never Enough, which is a song from the movie The Greatest Showman, which I've never seen, but it's like a musical movie. Um, I thought he did a good job. He started off a little shaky, and I, was a, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but as the song kind of progressed, he started to improve with his audition. Um, and I actually thought that he was pretty solid. Um, I thought he was very solid. Um, the only note that I did have was that I felt like he was trying to sound like the artist that sings the song, and I don't think he has his his own tone yet, um, which I think. Um, who did it, whose team did he end up on? Team, team Camila. Camila, yeah. And I think Camila said the same thing. Like she said that she hear, heard something unique in his voice during his audition, but she really wants to help him find his identity and like his. Singer own sound as a singer and i think for him it's going to be difficult as someone who's around other artists and write for other artists all the time so it's like i feel like in his mind he's kind it's like natural for him to want to try to imitate some of those sounds but i really want to see you know how he progresses and really see like what his voice can really do
0: yeah i also have here that he came off a little shaky and that's why i was skeptical at first um i couldn't really um, get a good grasp of uh, what kind of performer he was going to be but mm-hmm. then like, like you said as the song progressed um, he started coming into his groove um, he had a really nice range um, did I you like the he was song? Solid singer. I didn't, wasn't familiar with the song not familiar with the movie at all either um, so I, I don't really uh, pay too much attention to the song when I don't know it uh, going into the situation unless it like catches my attention but no it did not catch my attention um, but yeah like we said he went team Camilla Um, He seems like he might be um, someone to keep an eye out just because of his background. And like, I think being able to um, use that on the competition is going to do well for him. So I'm excited to see what Camilla does with him and who she pairs him up with in the knockouts, because that's going to be interesting.
1: It definitely will be.
0: Uh, After Steven... Uh, we went from a, almost a senior citizen to He's a teenager. He's 40. He's not
1: a senior uh, we citizen. We had a Rowan,
0: 16 <laughs> years old. Um, she was a young lady that we had come out. I thought she had a really nice voice, great control. I liked the song. I thought she had a really good performance. I was very entertained. Um, we seem to be having a lot of teenagers this year. I feel yeah, like. more than... Like it's a batch of like under 16 kids a lot. Yeah. And I'm not mad, though, because they're all pretty solid. They're not... Uh, Haley Bia, but they're pretty solid. Some of them might be. Um, We'll get to that later. I'm excited to see uh, what Gwen does, or Sorry, I didn't walk. There we go. Uh, Rowan went with (laughs) Team Gwen, Um, but I'm excited to see what Gwen does with her because she uh, got her on the sales pitch, and that's how she was able to take her from the other coaches.
1: Yeah, she sang Traitor by Olivia Rodrigo, um, which was a really, obviously, great song for her. Um, One of the things that I love about Rowan is that for her to only be 16, she's very, very good at emoting um, through the song. Like, you can tell that she's feeling it, and she's connecting to the words that she's saying, um, and that's something that's really awesome for someone to be able to do at such a young age. And like you said, um, she had three out of four chairs turn. Um, everyone except for Blake turned, um, and she went with Team Gwen, which I'm excited. You know Gwen <laughs> loves her, a good teenage performance, um, or a teenage performer. She loves being able to mentor and you know really help them grow as artists, so I'm really excited to see that partnership. Um, Next, we have Yelka, 20, from California. Um, Her mom is from Peru, and her dad is from Mexico. She sang um, No Me Queda Mas by Selena, which I was very excited about. I was very geeked, and I literally yelled at the TV, like, you better be good if you're going to sing this amazing Selena song. Um, Unfortunately, she did not have any turns. Um, I feel like she should come back um, but I feel like she you know she was a little pitchy and I feel like with some of the ones and I think that was ultimately why she didn't get a turn and I think it was also a risk for her to do a song in spanish i feel like anyone who comes on to the voice and sings a song in another language it's like you have to have the vocals to back it up or else it's almost like you're not going to get a turn um so i was sad for her but i definitely think that she should come back what do you think about yelka
0: i didn't think she had enough um she definitely needs to be polished but if she would have came on a little earlier in the blinds she might have gotten a chair turn but you think that- so Um, she was on the last date. I don't feel like that helped her. I'm not saying she would have been guaranteed a chair turn, but I feel like there was some potential there because didn't they tell her to come back, potentially?
1: I don't think so. I don't think anyone said you should definitely come back. I feel like she's good enough to come back, um, but I don't think any of the coaches actually told her that.
0: Okay. Uh, Moving right along from Yoka, I have Constance. um, Oh yeah,
1: my girl.
0: She did my boy Justin Bieber's Peaches song, um, and I really liked the arrangement she gave us with the song. I thought it was a really cool performance. She has a really distinct voice, um, killed the Bieber track. Uh, I'm excited uh, to see how she does in the season.
1: Yeah, so she's 27 from Texas. Um, I really liked her take on the song. She kind of gave it like a Caribbean kind of vibe to it. I think John kind of compared her to... You know similar to like rihanna's style in the way that she approached the song um but yeah i thought that she did a really awesome job and she was not a four-tier turn I think john, or no, john, and
0: john and Camila turned, Camila turned for her. her
1: um and then she ended up going with um with camilla. team camilla which was kind of surprising um but i think that'll be a really good coaching matchup because is very unique in you know just like her style and personality and i feel like constance is really unique too just based on how she decided to approach the the song that she used for audition um and with camila picking constance um she is the first coach to have a full team at this point which is very cool um she was excited she was very excited um especially considering the fact that this is her first time as a coach i think overall she did a very good job of navigating the process of like who to pick um and so i think she has a pretty solid team so far um after constance we have justin who is 34 from kansas um his i think he had a sad story that his dad passed away after oh i remember so he met him he's very close with his mom he met his dad very later in life, like as an adult. And I guess it sounds like they had a really good relationship from that point, And then he passed away not too soon after. He sang Glory by John, John and comment. Common. Um, okay, so I thought that Justin did a really good job with the song. And I feel like John was a hater because... <laughs> And I think John admitted it, like, when he, when he finished the performance and he explained why he didn't turn. Yeah. He said that he was always just very over-analytical when someone sings one of his songs, um, and that's why he didn't turn. But i calling bullshit. John, I'm calling bullshit because we have seen other people sing one of John's songs and him turn around and them be – and Justin was just as good, if not better, than those people. I was just going
0: to say, I don't think Justin was- was as good as other people that sang his song on the show you crazy right now i feel like i mean yeah justin was solid but i feel like the other people that we've like if we went back and looked at the tapes i feel like justin would be on the bottom of the total point performances for john songs on the show
1: what you're nuts i think i think you're nuts Uh, um but but anyway so uh gwen was the only one that turned um i thought honestly i thought he was pretty incredible
0: Yeah, I have a weird guy. He was a Christian singer coming in. Yeah, he did say that. Um, I thought he was pretty decent. Um, But, yeah, I mean, he got on the show, so we'll see what he does.
1: Yeah, Um, and so he is on Team Gwen, and I'm just excited that he's on the show. We'll see how far he progresses. Um, I feel like he might potentially be an underdog. Um, So we shall see.
0: Moving right along, from Jaden, I have Mia. Justin. Justin or sorry <laughs> uh, from moving right along from Justin I have Jaden
1: mm-hmm. is that who you have to? no
0: oh so there's somebody that yeah
1: have. so somebody named August 21 from California uh, sang Heart of Glass um, oh very very tough song to sing so this is uh, my, she did the Miley Cyrus version but the original artist for this song was Blondie so it's that kind of era of a song, very fast-paced. She started out very strong, but throughout of the performance, like, she just sounded like she ran out of breath, and she just, nerves do that to you. Like, I feel like when you're nervous, when you're trying to sing, it's just like, and you're not relaxed, it's very hard to breathe. And when you're singing a very challenging song that's very fast-paced and very high pitch, it was kind of like a mix of a lot of different things, and it just wasn't a strong performance. Needed some polish. But, yeah, um, unfortunately, she did not get any turns because of that. Um, So, yeah. Sad for you, August. I feel like she had potential, though. Was that the one that they told to come back? Maybe. I feel like
0: there was one person that they told to come back on this episode. Um, But so, moving along to Jaden, this was the Freddie Mercury vibes guy, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, I had to look at my Wood notes. <laughs> dude,
0: I fucked the vibes though. I thought he had a really nice voice. He had really good stage presence. I felt like he would have been a four chair turn if uh, coaches teams weren't full mm-hmm. already, because mm-hmm. um, he was solid. I thought he was really good. Uh, he was one of the better people that we've seen on the day personally. So I was excited that. Um, Who he chose for a coach.
1: Yeah, yeah. um, He was great. Um, So he's 22 from Washington. Um, Like you said, I definitely look like he's... I feel like he's the reincarnate in Freddie Mercury. Like, he looks like Freddie Mercury to me. Um, I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, He's very, like, cool and kind of has, like, an interesting style. Um, The interesting thing about him is he performs at... He's from Washington, and he's from an area of, of Washington that has a lot of wineries. And so he does performances... Like he tours the circuit of the wineries and performs at all the wineries, so that's how he's able to like, you know, get his performance on or whatever. Um, he sang "Make It, Make It With You" by Bread, which is one of Gwen's favorite songs. Apparently, she was so um, exactly. salty <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, that she couldn't turn. Um, but yeah, um so it was John versus Blake on this one. Fun fact. Um, so he could have opened for John for one of the festivals. Um, and he told him, he was like, I could have opened for you, but oh, you didn't yeah, pick you didn't me. And yeah. made John feel salty. <laughs> I think that's probably why he picked Blake, too. He was probably like, nah, John, you won fucking with me, so I'm about to go over here. Oh, he went Team Blake? Yeah. He a Team Legend. Nope, he went Team Blake.
0: Damn, Grandpa Blake, I see
1: you. <laughs> Yeah, and then he was flirting with Camila, and she was definitely flirting back. I peeped it; they were definitely vibing. So TBD on that. I could see them dating. She seems like she likes weird dudes. I was about to say,
0: was she one of average
1: Joe? No, she's not an average Joe kind of girl. And at this point, Blake's team is now full with Jaden, so that's pretty cool. Um, I will say at this point looking at how the teams are shaping up like blake has a very well-rounded team like blake's got some shit on his team this season yeah. i would even go so far to say that this is probably one of the best teams that he's had since i've been watching
0: i wouldn't be mad if uh two maybe even three of blake's uh team members make the top five
1: yeah yeah i it's a very very strong team because
0: Jaden is really good buddy with the silky suit was really good and then he got one of the country singers that always comes. He out has cracking. a few
1: more people. That's really good. Um, but yeah, very well rounded. I would also say that Camila has a very very solid team. Um, but yeah, and then um, last but not least, we have Nia, twenty six from Miami. She is Cuban. Bo- she's Cuban. I don't know if she's she born, born in, in Cuba. Havana. She was born in Havana. Um, and then and yeah, and Miami. then she lives in Miami. Um, So she sang Camila's song. Um, She's very, like, quirky and different. I compared her to Nelly Furtado. Like, she kind of gives me, like, that kind of unique out-of-the-box but still cool vibe. Um, She's very cute and bubbly. I really want to hear her sing more things because I feel like... She did an okay job with the song, but I don't think the song did her voice justice. I think that there are better songs that she would sound amazing on. Um, so at this point, Camila's team is already full. So obviously, you know, turn. she couldn't turn. And you could tell that this was definitely somebody that she wanted to turn for. Um, so John ended up turning for her and uh, filling his his team with um, with Nia. And which I thought was really nice. Because you could see him looking at, looking at Camila. And she was like, oh my god. And John was like, do you like her? Her, and so he turned So you think um, he
0: chose her because Camilla said she liked her?
1: I think so I think I don't think he didn't like the artist But I think Camila liking her and wanting her to be on the show Was also a deciding factor in him deciding t- to turn and fill his team I guess That's how I, I feel
0: think that I don't would have to do with my decision making
1: Because I feel like if that wasn't the case He probably wouldn't turn for her
0: She was also the last performer of the night So he probably didn't have another
1: choice That's how you feel? Still, I, I don't yeah, think Mia she, was that
0: bad though um, Weird girl I have here does it sound how she looks And she definitely didn't Because I was like Who the fuck is this Hot topic ass girl Coming on stage right now um, well, you But she topic. had really great stage presence She was like very in tune With the crowd as yeah, well Dancing and stuff. There was a lot of energy there So I liked all that um, But yeah um, We'll see what her and John Get to do with the knockouts
1: Yeah it's gonna be a fun A fun uh, hearing um, so, we roll right into, into the knockouts before the episode of Blinds ends. All right, kitty cat. Um, Luna just zoomed specialist. by. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, I'm not mad. I feel like a lot of people look forward to the knockouts, and it's kind of a Maybe. nice way to tee up the full episode of Knockouts. I wasn't mad about it. I thought it was a little weird, but I, I was all for it. So, we open up the knockout rounds with, um... Austin versus Tanner. Um, So Austin is the young kid who loves Elvis and some of those older folks like Johnny Cash. And then Tanner is kind of like your traditional Tennessee country guy. I think they're both from Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. Or no, I'm getting to mix up with somebody else. No,
0: they are. They are. Because they did a steal. Um,
1: And then so this is at the point where the coaches... Luna. <laughs> this is at the stage where uh, the coaches have guest advisors. Um, and so Blake's guest advisor is Jimmy Allen, who is a newer, up and coming. Well, I would say he's more than up and coming, but he's a newer, you know, country artist on the scene. Very kind of cool, charismatic guy. I really liked his chemistry with Blake. They were very fun and funny together. Um, so they sang. Folsom Prison song, I think that's the name of the song, by Johnny Cash. Um, Austin's shirt in both in the uh, rehearsals was great. Loved his shirt. John's jacket was great. It was on point. Or um, Blake's Blake's shirt, I think it was a shirt. His shirt was great. Uh, Jimmy Allen was icy as hell. He was all blinged out and I was like, I see you. Um, Tanner, you know, his swag was I, you know what I'm saying? But um, in the uh rehearsals you know they gave them a lot of good feedback i feel like you know blake and jimmy really tried to get austin to kind of push out of his shell a little bit um and i think they wanted tanner to kind of pull back a little bit because tanner kind of tends to put kind of like a rock kind of growl onto the way that he sings and so they were trying to balance them out with making those adjustments um the performance i wasn't mad about the performance for that Song not really being my cup of tea. Um, I thought it was a really good performance. And um, before the performance, I initially said that I had my money on Tanner, but um, Austin really, really stepped it up and he kind of blew me away, if I'm being honest. Like he really kind of, you could show that he had a lot of confidence and he did a good job of taking uh, Jimmy and Blake's notes. And I think that's what put him over the edge for me.
0: Yeah, um, I thought... uh... It was a great pairing. Mm -hmm. They both killed uh, the Johnny Cash song. Um, I just feel like Austin outshined Tanner Mm -hmm. in the performance, like in the moments that he had on his own. I feel like Austin just was a little bit more of an entertainer. Yeah, he upped the swag a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Tanner was like holding back back a little bit for some reason, maybe the nerves or something like that, but he got outstaged by Austin. And I guess um, the coaches felt the same because that's who Blake ended up saving. Um, this was the first chance that coaches had to steal or save option. Uh, nobody chose to do so for Tanner. Which, which is fine. I'm not surprised.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so uh, first knockout goes to Austin. Woo-hoo.
1: And Austin's jacket and his shirt with the bolero tie was really cool. I like. I liked his whole swag. Um, So I'm excited to see what else Austin does
0: Moving right along from Tanner and Austin uh, We have Gwen showing up for her first knockout Um, Her advisor for this season is Mr. Sean Paul himself
1: I thought that was pretty cool We ain't seen Sean Paul in a while (laughs) He was
0: fake on Loving Hip Hop for a little bit No he he wasn't Yeah he made that one song with Shaggy and Spice.
1: You're right that doesn't um, mean he was on. Was he on the yes, show? I they guess. They did the song. I don't remember that.
0: Um, but so, Gwen brought in Sean Paul. Like I said, I thought it was pretty random. But yeah. Like, they had just mad. done a song together. Okay. So, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I was like, where the hell did she find Sean Paul? <laughs> and why did she bring him from under that rock? Um, <laughs> He's not
1: under a rock. He's just minding his business.
0: Gwen had uh, two teenagers. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Jillian versus Rowan. Um, I felt like it was a great battle. Uh, both teams. Both teens held their own, um, but like we mentioned earlier during uh, Rowan's blind audition, uh, she just seemed very polished, and I feel like that's what um, had her stand out in this battle over Jillian, and then I felt like Jillian was also a little timid um, based on the competition, I felt like uh, she let um, Rowan overshadow her the parts that they had together, and I think that's what gave her the edge.
1: Yeah. I liked seeing them sing together in the rehearsals. Like, I feel like they had really good chemistry. Um, My initial thought, my money was on Rowan, based on the rehearsals. The song that they sang was Fingers Crossed by Karen Spencer Smith. Not familiar with the song, but I think she's kind of... The song was kind of giving me Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish type of vibe, so... That's kind of the the vibe of the performance. Um, Love Jillian's pink outfit. It was super cute. But I really liked Rowan's white boots because I'm a sucker for white boots. And she had a really super cute leather jacket with white stars on it. Um, Overall, um, I just feel like Rowan really... She just had a more level of maturity to her voice. And, you know, she really killed it with connecting to the emotions of the song and emoting just like she did during her blind auditions. And I think that's what gave her the edge. Um, Jillian left. She did not get saved or stolen from any of the coaches.
0: Were you surprised?
1: No, not really. I feel like I was very, very confident about Rowan going in. And when I was reflecting back on both of their... Um, auditions um, I was just like Rowan had like a her audition was stellar and Jillian was one of those people where like her audition was just okay for me um, and so I wasn't really surprised that this is how I was gonna the result of the knockout
0: yeah
1: so but yeah Roman good for is. Rowan that's my girl mm-hmm. <laughs> love her Um, so next we have team John knockouts so John I was very excited to see his um, advisor Um, in my opinion he has the best advisor out of the four coaches he brought drumroll please Jasmine Sullivan and Jasmine Sullivan is just amazing she's out here she's at you know she's finally getting the recognition that she deserves in her career, like she's won a ton of awards this past year, um, Grammys, Pretty like too, she's baby. she's out here. I love her so much, I'm obsessed. Um, and so not only did he have Jasmine Sullivan as his advisor, but he also had his first two singers singing a Jasmine Sullivan song. I was like, why you do that, John, you're not real. Um, so that's Extra Pressure. This was Dia versus Valerie, um, so Home my, why are you on that? Um, so initially my, um, money was on Valerie. Um, I feel like Valerie is just a stronger vocalist. Um, and so I've, I initially put my money on her. They did bust the windows out your car, which is a very like sassy, you know, fuck around and find out kind of song. Um, John's jacket was great. Both of the ladies had really cute, uh, performance outfits. Um, when it comes to the actual performance, I feel like Dia really turned up the attitude of the song. Um, and I, and she kind of gave a little bit more of like a performance just with like her body language and things like that. Um, Valerie was a little bit more reserved with her performance. So I definitely feel that's like, that's something that she could work on. But from a vocal perspective, I feel like Valerie was just cleaner and more consistent. Um, and she just made more intentional Interesting choices with how she approached the song. What do you think?
0: Um, I thought that Dia was holding her, holding her own, but I just thought yeah, she definitely was. Valerie, um, like, had control of the performance. If you understand what I'm trying to say, from a vocal like, perspective, yeah, like she was clearly the better vocalist. Um, I thought Dia was a better performer. But it wasn't enough to um give her the edge overall. Um, I thought that Valerie just delivered the better performance of "Bust the Windows on Your Car." Um, I felt like she resonated more to the song as she performed it, and it showed. And I feel like that's why uh, Valerie ended up getting the edge over Dia.
1: Yeah, I was surprised too because obviously after each performance, like you know, each coach gives their opinion to help the team coach decide who to keep. Um, and all the coaches said Dia but John went with Valerie anyway and he even said you know even though Dia did a really good job and gave a good performance overall John is all about the vocals and so that outweighed the level of performance that Dia gave because Valerie just had stronger vocals and I definitely agree with his choice so I'm really excited for that.
0: And uh, our last knockout of the night this is uh, Camilla's first knockout. Her advisor is Charlie Poof. Not familiar with Buddy Ass, but <laughs> everybody else seemed to have known who Buddy yeah. Ass was.
1: Like if you heard one of his songs, like you, you would be familiar with one or two of his um, songs for sure.
0: But uh, I thought her so uh, Charlie Poof was the advisor. Um, this is oh, this is the Tennessee people yeah, they're both this, from Tennessee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have Steve versus Morgan. Um, the little intro, they like have them like sitting in different areas of Nashville or whatever, showing that they're from the same city. Um, the song they performed, I thought was a curveball. Camilla um, had them uh, perform Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: thought that was quite interesting. I didn't know what to expect with that. Yeah, um, I thought uh, the performance, they both killed it. They both did uh, a great job on uh, their both ends of the performance on their own and then together. Um, I thought Morgan was giving us more of a stage presence, but I thought it was very evenly matched vocally. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, Camilla, you might have had the toughest decision of the night. I felt like because her her competition for her knockout was like, I had to like even almost that I felt that she had the hardest decision to make for the night
1: yeah yeah i definitely agree my money was going in just based on the rehearsals i literally wrote down they're very evenly matched it was very hard for me to put one over the other as far as who i thought was going to win the knockout the performance was pretty incredible definitely my favorite knockout performance of the night that we saw so far um i gave my slight edge to morgan morgan was just feeling it. She was giving it to me. Like, she was really... You could tell that she was connecting with, like, the lyrics. And I was just like, Morgan, like, you're just blowing my mind right now. So, so good. Um, As far as the actual who won the knockouts, um, it was... I think it was pretty... I think it was split. Like, I think a couple people said that they would give it to Steven, and a couple people said they'd give it to Morgan. But Camila um, crowned Morgan the winner of that knockout round. And... Wonderful enough. um, Steven got saved. So Camila used her one and only save that she had available to save Steven, which I thought was really great because he he definitely deserved it. He really deserved it. He did a really incredible job. Um, This performance for me completely blew out of the water his um, blind audition performance. Like that's how good it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I Like I mentioned during the blinds, I think Steven, as long as he's like, put in the right positions, I think he'll succeed in the show because um, he has the ability to do so, mm-hmm. With especially with all the background he has. Like, he was na- when he was naming the artist who he wrote for and, like, sang with or whatever type shit, I'm like, yeah, buddy, might be somebody to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, yeah. As far as my roster, because y'all know I like to keep up with the voice app, um, with managing my own team. So, of the people that I have on my team so far... Um, I have Morgan on my team already. She won her battle. And then I have Valerie on my team and she won her battle. Um, So I'm doing so far so good with my voice fantasy team. Um, And I lined up my little roster of like people that I will add as people leave. Um, And I have it numbered from one to eight of like who to add next. I'm very organized with this shit. So I'm very excited (laughs) to manage my team. I'm telling you, this is literally like my version of fantasy football, um, so I'm super excited for next week to see more knockout rounds. Um, like I mentioned before, like this is probably one of my favorite, you know, parts of the show. Especially after the, I, I really feel like the blind auditions were kind of drawn out this season. Like I just felt like it was a lot, and maybe it was a testament to how many people auditioned this season. But I do felt like the auditions went a lot longer than we're used to. I feel like we're you, we're bless you. I feel like we only have. Usually only have three weeks of blinds, and I feel like this week we had, like, four and a half. <laughs> Bless you. Um, and it was a lot. So I'm glad that we're finally in the knockout rounds. Um, where can they find us, babe?
0: Uh, you guys can follow us on all your podcast streaming um, sites, Two Chair Turn Podcast, um, but also on social media. On Twitter, you can find us on Two Chair Turn Pod together. Once again, that's Two Chair Turn Pod all together for Twitter. And then for Instagram, you guys can find us at Two Chair Pod with an underscore in between each word. Once again, Instagram is Two Chair Pod with an underscore in between each word. And I am your co host, Jesus, signing off on another episode of Two Chair Turn Pod with.
1: And I'm Allison, and we will see you guys next week.